Welcome to the Restoring Our City podcast. We are here on season four. I cannot believe those words. I don't think I've seen like Netflix shows till season four. <laughs> I feel like I quit so much earlier, but season four is here and I am super excited um, going into this new year because I've got two special co-hosts um, to go through this season with Jesswin Thomas and Bejoy Samuel. Uh, guys, how are you guys doing? Doing good. I mean, uh, we're here last season for a little bit, so it was fun. And so I guess uh, I didn't get nixed by the show's creator, so I'm back. <laughs> you have not. Got, your contract got renewed. So great job. Uh, but I, our listeners probably have not heard Bejoy before. Uh, this is his first time on the pod, but um, Bejoy, I am so excited. Uh, you are, uh, you've been a part of our small group and have contributed so much um, as far as wisdom and just insight. And I am super excited to have you on. But Joy, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm very excited about this. I mean, you know, when you were kind of approaching me about joining this, it was like, this just seemed to make sense, you know? And I was texting Jesswin earlier today, too. It's like, we don't, I feel like with all of our conversations, I always feel like we should just have a mic running, you know? Because <laughs> week to week, we just, we talk about so much, you know, and even just individually, but then like the three of us, you know, in small group and stuff too. So it's, it's cool to kind of bring that forum together here and, you know, have the freedom yeah. to just kind of talk about the things that we want to talk about. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just want to kind of intro Bejoy a little bit. Uh, Bejoy has been a leader in our community for a long time. Uh, I know a lot of folks in the Chicagoland area know him. Uh, been a worship leader, small group leader, you name it, and just provides a lot of insight um, into not only the word, but just like good wisdom uh, and a great mentor for a lot of people in our community. So I, I can't think of a better person to be a part of this. I will share one quick story before we even kicked off our podcast. Bejoy and I, we went to a restaurant. I don't know if you remember this, a couple years ago, after small group or something, and we were talking and, and you're like, what do you want to do that you could just do that you would have a lot of fun at? And I was like, oh, I would love to kick off this podcast again. And Bajoy, you were that inspiration for me to be like, hey, just do it. Just go for it. And we're in season four now. This is ridiculous. Um, so I want to just credit Bajoy for some encouragement there. And um, like you mentioned, we are part of a small group and we share some great conversations not only that, it's like we study the word together, and it, which has been a highlight for me personally. So folks who are listening, if you're not studying the Bible with other people, do that. <laughs> That's, it's a really great exercise. Um, and you get really great community and, and people to go through life with. So I'm yeah, super man. excited. I'm super excited to have you both on. So Th thanks for the intro. And, and just so everyone knows, that was a paid sponsorship. So I paid... Yes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> paid Joby to, to give us that whole rundown. <laughs> I'm paying you in like goldfish necks. That's the, like, the yeah. only thing I have at my house. <laughs> no, but I, I appreciate it. And I think, you know, the difference also is like we do life together, right? So this mm -hmm. is just a natural progression of, of you know, all of our conversations and stuff and banter over, over the yeah. years. So we're excited to have you. And, and Jesswin is here to provide a lot of um, data and insight and stats. Please continue <laughs> to compile all of that. <laughs> Any kind of math equations that we need. Um, like, man, there's also a paid sponsorship. This podcast needs money. So if you <laughs> yes. want to support us, you know, us we up. have a link. We have a link on our website. If you want to sponsor us and you support us, you totally can. Uh, half joking. Um, but, you know, I want to start off with just kind of at the end of the year. It's We're recording this. It's December 31st. It's New Year's Eve. We are jumping into a new year. And, and we actually took a couple months off, you know, for our mental health <laughs> just to really take a break. I know there's been a lot going on since we last recorded specifically 
Jesswin is no longer one, but he is, well, he's still one, but there's two people and your hand is a little heavier. Congratulations, Jesswin, on getting married. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, talking about some highlights, that was definitely a highlight of 2021. Me and Stephanie got married in Atlanta. So definitely been a roller coaster since October 30th till now. We've just been zipping all across the country and even to Jamaica for our honeymoon. But now we're finally back in Chicago for more than a couple of weeks at a time. So definitely, definitely been uh, exciting and different. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you and Stephanie. I think that's a amazing highlight for the year. I'm sure, obviously, something you'll never forget. You should never forget for the rest of your <laughs> life. Uh, but Joy, like we're at the end of the year. What's some things that have stuck out to you in 2021? You know, I don't know. I, I think I go into this thing where every year I'm like, all right, well, what do I want? What do I want for next year? Right. And I think what it always comes down to is I just stopped making like resolutions and stuff, you know? And I think I'm always thinking like, I just want the next year to be different than the previous year, you know? And, and I don't know what that looks like necessarily, but you know, like you want the year to end off differently when you look back on it, you know, maybe it's, more of God's favor. Maybe there's blessings. Maybe you're learning something. Maybe it's, you know, new relationships, new friendships, new opportunities, whatever it may be. But I'm always like, I hope I don't end the year off the same, you know, whether I'm the same person or, you know, the same circumstances. So yeah, that's, that's I'm awesome. just like, I have no idea what to expect for next year. And I think I've stopped trying to plan or, you know, try to make sense of it. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just going to go with it. And you know, whatever happens, so, happens, young. So no New Year's resolution, but just to get better, right? Like not be the same. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Resolutions are are always hard for me because I get amped about it initially, and then nothing happens after that. You know, <laughs> you haven't finished the so, Bible. Oh <laughs> my gosh! You know how many times I've started? Like <laughs> I've started that like at least a thousand times with a lot of combinations of people yeah. <laughs> trying to motivate to do that but yeah it's i i have yet to do that but it's funny have you guys ever completed a new year's resolution that you were actually proud of or like actually hey i set a goal and i'm gonna do it and i actually did it at the end of the year has that ever have you ever seen that all the way through no <laughs> Welcome oh, to the most that's... depressing podcast. <laughs> <Right>. Yes. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode. Everyone's just like, I'm so demotivated. You know, I did make a goal last year and I was actually listening to a couple episodes from our, our last season. And I was like, hey, I want to watch 10 movies, 10 books, you know, 10 different things. I, I kind of set this goal and I actually read a lot more. I didn't finish my books. I actually read nine books. I'm almost mm, done with lot. the 10th one, but like, it just got me encouraged to read more and mm-hmm. just kind of um, seek out a little bit more culture just because it seems like in our society today, there's so much influence from like media and arts and all these kind of things. And I'm like, I need to get up to speed on some of these things but even though i didn't accomplish it it was cool to set a goal and then just strive towards it right like just don't be the Mm -hmm. same like like you were last year um but i think you brought up a really good point even jess when you just got married i think a lot of folks especially this time of year you scroll through social media and you just see a bunch of posts about like hey guys i just got married or hey i'm having a kid or there's all these new things that people tend to share at the end of the year and i think that's that's one of those things I kind of wanted to talk about on this episode, right? Like relationships and expectations almost going into the new year. I think that's kind of a 
hot topic for especially people in our community um, and in kind of setting the expectations and maybe even some fears that people go into the new year with, right? And so maybe Jasmine, I'll start off with you. Like, how does that kind of, um, I don't know, how do you kind of feel like going into the new year with expectations, with this new relationship? How does that kind of change your kind of dynamic? Yeah, I mean, um, when thinking about just getting married and now we're finally in Chicago for it. Like I said, we've been zipping all across the country. You were here for more than two weeks at a time at this point. And honestly, 2022 is going to be a learning experience because we don't know what normal looks like in a marriage. I have no idea what it looks like. We have been um, kind of living in this extended honeymoon period, if you will, you know, um, just enjoying traveling. But really, what does serving look like? What does church look like? What does a week to week look like? I have no idea. Um, but one thing I will say is I don't think I'm necessarily afraid of that because um, between Stephanie and myself, I think we we believe we have a lot of the foundational elements in a relationship um, down. And that's why we even got into a relationship and got married. So I feel like if you're firm on your foundation, you don't have to worry about those peripheral things on how things look like because you're solid in what they're going to be grounded on. So I think that's where I kind of land with no idea, but it'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, so I just turned 40, um, in September. So, uh, for me, I mean, that's a huge milestone, you know? And when I think back on it, like I look back and I'm like, man, like, what did I accomplish? Right. Like accomplish in the terms of like my ideas and goals and hopes and dreams and where I thought I would be. And I think what I've realized over the years is that nothing ever plays out to the way that I've expected it or wanted it to, you know? And I think even hitting 40, I mean, you know, Justin just got married and he was talking about the foundations, like, you know, I'm 40 and I'm single, right. And no kids or anything like that. And so it's like, it's very, um, it can be a very taboo thing, right. Culturally, I've already, uh, defied everybody's like expectations <laughs> in, in the community right yeah. like at this point it's like everyone's just like okay do you just not want to get married or or what's what's going on right and right you know what's going through my head have you seen that that meme uh kevin hart he was talking to like i forgot don Cheadle, and he's like i'm 56 and kevin hart's like damn <laughs> and he's like yeah. He's like, wait, why did you say it like that? He's, he's he just said his age, and uh, I was gonna do that to you, but Joy, but we're really you should have. That, that's <laughs> that's the reaction I get. But yeah, so I think you know when I think about forty, I'm like, man, like at this point, I thought I would be married and you know have kids. I mean, my friends are like on their like second, third kids, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm seeing weddings of people that are like twenty years younger than me, you know. <laughs> And so it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I think going into the new year, like I, I think that's definitely something that uh, is on my mind, but I, I feel like there's just a lot of people too, that relationships and marriage, like these become like these um, almost like little parts of like goals that, you know, you're like check marks, right. That's mm -hmm. like, okay, this defines uh, the quality of my life mm -hmm. and how purposeful my life is. If, I get a job, if I graduate, if I get married, if I have kids, if, you know? Um, so it's hard from culturally, you know, when you feel like you're not hitting those marks, right? But I think that's where, you know, what Justin was talking about, just foundations, like whether you're in marriage or not, that foundation of your faith and, and 
really recognizing what it means, um, what those things mean in the context of, of who God is, is important, you know? And I think that's what I've been learning a lot in this season of like singleness. I think I was telling you, Joby, like, I feel like I'm the Israelites, you know, like 40 years in the desert and it's like, <laughs> you know, like, like Lord, you know, what's going on. But, oh, yeah. uh, but I think, you know, it, I've learned a lot through it, you know, and I, I think he's, he's challenged me a lot in, in this season as well. So, yeah. So I, I don't know, man, I have no idea what 2022 is going to look like. Um, but I, I would definitely say like, yeah, relationships, marriage, kids, like all those kinds of things are, are probably things that everyone or, you know, thinks about at some point in their life. Right. Yeah. I know. I, I appreciate, you know, even just the bravery to say that, because I think, like you said, it is a taboo topic sometimes to talk about. And it's such a, it's such an important milestone, but I think our community sometimes makes it not a milestone, but a weight right? To say, hey, you have to get married at this certain age. You have to have a kid at this age and then buy mm -hmm. a house. And then there's this like domino effect. So I, I think you kind of alluded to it. We're all in like different stages, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I've been married. It's going on uh, six years now and have a kid and another one on the way. Uh, hey, surprise. Congrats. Um, yeah. Awesome. Um, and then, you know, Jasmine just got married and, and Bajoy, you just mentioned your relationship status of, you know, single and, and things like that. So it's like, the perspective changes, but like how, how much of a weight has that been for you guys, like with relationships and how much of that is from our community specifically? Well, talking about weight and, and wedding together, you know, it's, it is true. I think, you know, Bajoy hit it on the head. It's basically like this checklist with a, with a timeline, right? And really it's your, your status as an individual is determined by, did you check this box? Um, or not. And I can clearly say, you know, before meeting Stephanie, I felt the weight of that a lot to the point where, you know, you might get into the wrong things because you want to check that box and hit that timeline in society's expectations of when you will. And you realize through that process, man, I have screwed up in relationships, I have made mistakes. And this is clearly where God doesn't want me to be. So I feel like it took me to a point where I was content in my singleness to really, you know, realize, hey, until God is my contentment, I'm not going to do this relationship thing right. Um, and it was definitely a wait. But once you kind of hit that point in just being content, I think in the Lord, first and foremost, that's when things I feel like started opening up a little bit more. And I, I wasn't going into a relationship with the fear of missing a timeline or society's expectations, but really going to a relationship to say, hey, is this actually who God is calling me toward or, or not? And even that process was its own journey, um, a journey with a, with a conclusion that happened this year. But still, um, yeah, that that weight was definitely there. And, and right now, I don't know what the weight of marriage is even going to look like, right? I think that's a weight that I'm about to learn. But for right now, we're still in the honeymoon phase. So just keep it sweet. I'm sure Joby could provide expectations and weights of that. I will edit all the weight out of that. There's no weight <laughs> in there, right? <laughs> bleep that out. Um, yeah, I, I was, you know, I was just thinking the other day too. And I think when I was talking to you guys, like, I think, I, I mean, from my heart, honestly, I, I want to get married, obviously, I always have, and I want to have kids, right? And and everyone does. And I can't speak for different people's situations, right? Why people aren't married when they're married. And, you know, there are people who really like struggle with this, right? Especially 
Um, I mean, guys for sure, but I think the women in our culture and our community for sure, the levels of, of pressure and questioning and all those kinds of things are, are much higher, right. Mm -hmm. For guys like, you know, and that's not fair necessarily. And, And it's hard to speak to all that, but I can speak just for myself that, you know, I think in this season, it's not so much about like, um, whether it's going to happen or if that, like, I mean, the desire is there. Right. So I got to believe that the desire to want to get married and stuff comes from God. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, but it's a question of, you know, what is he trying to do or with me specifically in this season where like that part of my life is extended out a little bit more than everybody else's. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's what I've been kind of like processing over the last couple of years, you know, is like, okay, well, you know, what is God trying to do with me this season? Or what is he showing me about myself or teaching me about myself that is going to set me up to be a better husband or a better servant to my wife, right? And I think there have been a lot of hard lessons in realizing for me in these seasons that how much I've idolized relationships and marriage and things like that, where I look at all of that as fulfilling something for myself, Right. When in reality, what I'm learning is that, man, marriage isn't really about me, you know, like God is using it um, for his glory. Right. And so whatever, whether it's me and my singleness now or whatever the time is for me to get married, like this is what he feels is going to bring him glory. Right. And in the season. And so I think that's what I've been kind of wrestling with. And I mean, we can dive into that a lot, but it's just like there's a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of learnings. There's a lot of like tough lessons that come out of that, you know, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting to be kind of in this, uh, in this season, you know? So you kind of t- alluded to this, Bajoy, but like, how do we, how do we respond to that? Like when things don't work out, like we expected it to, and like, you know, when I get married this year, but it didn't work out. Like, how do we respond as like believers? What's the most healthy way to respond to that? Yeah, I think this goes back to something that Justin kind of mentioned, right? Your your foundation of faith. Like I had to, like, I feel like God had to rework a lot of things, like rewire my brain and my heart in a lot of ways over the course of these seasons, right? Because again, like for me, like, I mean, I wanted to get married and be in a relationship and all those kinds of things. And I had a picture of what that looked like. And I had a picture of like what this person was going to, you know, like, you just start to formulate your own plan and then it, it's easy to make it about you. Right. And I think that when you realize that we're here actually for God's glory and for his purposes and not so much for ours, then it, it starts to relinquish some of that, those expectations, because you're like, and, and one thing I've learned over the years too, is like nothing has ever happened the way that I've wanted to on my time. Right. But if I look back on it, do I regret things not necessarily, you know, like I think things happen when it was supposed to happen, you know, um, but it's a hard thing to do. And I, I think it comes down to that foundation of just like, who do we believe that God is in our lives, you know? And I think that's where a lot of the mistakes happen too, is because if I look back on it, there are times where I know God is good and I know he's got a plan for my life, but I get impatient or I don't fully trust it. Right. Even though he's given me no reason not to trust it, I feel like I don't fully trust it. And then I start to take things into my own hands. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now this season that he's 
laid out for me where it's waiting and he's working on me and all these kinds of things. Like I'm just going off the deep end because I'm trying to fill like, you know, fill my heart or my mind or whatever it is with, with whatever I think, you know, like, so it's like, I'm trying to take control over a situation that I don't really have control over sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, Jasmine, has that ever happened to you where you were like, all right, I'm going to set these expectations and they didn't match up with maybe God's plan for you. And you can only kind of realize it later. Has that ever occurred? No, I mean, 100%. And, you know, kind of going back to your other question, Joby with, um, you know, how do we kind of tackle those seasons where we, we haven't hit our expectations? Um, you know, clearly in my mind, I think one of the things to do is, is be honest. I think it's very easy to take that mentality, just kind of like we said, right? Like God has a plan, which is 100% true. Um, but we can't use that to minimize, I feel like what we're going through currently, right? I think that is sometimes how we use it and how people kind of advise us too, right? Like, oh, it's it's fine. You're, you're hurt. You screwed up. God has a plan. Just don't think about what it is that you're going through through right now and oftentimes it leads us to not process things properly and you start building on this this sort of lies you may start building up uh, among you know your own heart right whether it's it's just saying like yeah I screwed up but I'm not really gonna think about it and as long as I don't think about it and it doesn't hurt then it's fine right God still has a plan but you're just setting yourself up for more failure in the future and I, I feel like that's where community has to come into play, right? I think in my lowest seasons, you know, clearly you two is surprisingly, I mean, I love being on a podcast with both of you just for the fact that you two were there, right? I think uh, I recall times where Bejoy would just call and be like, hey, dude, we're just going to get food. We're going to come here. If you want to talk, you can talk. If you don't want to talk, you don't have to, right? Or, or just Joby. Just silence and eat. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, that's great. It's yeah. just having the people around you that you can be honest with. Um, same thing with Jobin, right? I could attest for both of you. That's what you need, right? It, yes, God has a plan, but that doesn't mean you have to minimize thinking through what you're going through. And it is hard. And you do need to do it when you don't meet the expectations or the weight of expectations. You need to really process that. Otherwise, you're going to add to the foundation or maybe screw up the foundation and build on things into the future, which at the end of the day, you're going to have to go and rework that eventually. That's- that's so good. But you're, yeah. you're going to share. Go. No, I was just going to say, I, I, I agree with that. I think that's a really good point. You know, like we do throw around a lot of Christianese things, right? Like um, God has a plan, trust in him. It'll happen when it happens. And I mean, I'm guilty of throwing it out as well, you know, but yeah, the reality of it is like Justin was saying, like we have to face um those struggles, you know, and it's okay to wrestle with God and it's okay to like kick and scream a little bit. And, um, you know, I, I think that is important to do so we don't just gloss over, um, like our feelings and, and what we're going through, because I think it's through those things that we'll start to see God work. Right. If we just kind of ignore it and say, ah, he'll figure it out. I trust him. Like the reality is that we all struggle with trusting him, you know, like, because I'm not honest with God all the time, right? Like, what is it about our culture and our community that we're, we lie to ourselves? I think it's just, we're, it's uncomfortable. You know, like there's a, our culture, our, we, we struggle with being vulnerable. We struggle with 
truly being honest about things. Like when I think about people who are, it's easy to look at someone who's single and say, oh, maybe they don't want to get married or maybe they're being too picky or whatever it may be, right? But I think every person who, whether, you know, if we're talking about the context of relationships, I think everyone's got a story, right? Like it's not always as clear as like, oh yes, I just don't want to get married or no, I just haven't found the right person. I think there's, there's complexities, right? Like there are things that uh, we might struggle with internally. There might be insecurities. There might be past issues that we haven't resolved yet. There might be all kinds of things that are in the mix that make that, you know, a little bit more complex than just this. I'm just not ready to get married yet. You know? So I think that, you know, one of the things that we just don't talk about those things, you know, and so we look at someone who's single and we're like, oh, they just don't want to get married or they just haven't found anyone or they're just being picky. But I think there's a story behind it all. And I don't know if we all share enough of what that story is, you know, and what those factors are that sometimes contribute to that, right? Whether it's maybe God's always had somebody there, but we just, for whatever reason, have failed to see it, right? Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe he's telling us that this is what he wants, but we don't agree with that because that's not in line with what we want. And Mm -hmm. so we pretend that that's not what he's asking us to do. Right. So there's, there's so many layers to this, you know, that it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I feel like it sounds so obvious now, right? It's like, well, why can't we just listen to God? He obviously has what's best for us, but we're so blind in the moment to be like, no, I think this person, right? As you talk about that, I think about all the times where I'm like, no, God, I want this. But if he actually gave me what I wanted, how jacked up would I be? (laughs) You know, Um, there's so many instances I could go through my life. Hindsight is 2020, right? We can all say that. But like sometimes in the moment, it's almost like, how do we trust God? But I think you guys mentioned it. The first step to being honest is maybe you need to get some other folks to weigh in on your decisions too, right? Like mm-hmm. live in community. How does community kind of help keep the foundation together? Yeah, I think, you know, just like in my singleness, how I had people to rely on, I I, I feel the same way in marriage, right? Like we're, if, if I was to think that singleness was, you know, hard, how much harder is marriage <laughs> about to be, right? Now you have someone else 24-7 seeing your sin all the time, right? And if you think that it's easy, you know, to um, sort of avoid conflict with yourself, it's very hard to avoid it when you have someone else <laughs> there. It's, it's Jen, impossible. I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jen, you also need this too. Just like adding an agreement, yes, it's difficult living with it. You know, if anything, you need more community now. And I think one of the things we were thankful for is I think one of the the first weeks that we can actually attend small group, we we hosted it over here. We had a blast and, you know, Bajoy, uh, Jobin, uh, a couple other people from small group were here and we were just studying the word together and seeing how that applies to um, our lives. And I think in a different season, the same word applies to us, you know, maybe in a little bit of a different context, but it's good to, you know, be in community and still do that together. And when things inevitably get hard, I know you guys are still there. And at the same time, now we have an extended community that we can rely on as well. Man, community is so important. You know, like, like Justin was saying, like you have to be able to bring people into your life when you're going in those various seasons, because, that's, that's why God created community. You know, it's like, how can we navigate 
all of this on our own, like it's, it'd be really, really hard to do that. You know? And I think sometimes people who are going through struggles and who are in their seasons, you know, kind of isolate themselves in some sense because they feel like, Oh, well, these people are married. They're not going to understand. Right. Or someone who's married is like, well, they've been, you know, they look like they've got it all together. I don't want to go to them, you know, because, they're not going to understand. Right. But again, like going back to like, everybody's got a story, right? Like mm-hmm. we're newly married, married for a long time, single, like there, there's going to be struggle there. And I, I think that, that having that community to rely on and refocus us to like who God is, is, is essential, you know? I'm so excited to have this conversation because I think there's been a billion podcasts and content out there about relationships. I think even in the Christian community too, right? But I don't hear a lot from like, even just the perspective you've been sharing, Bajoy, is like, especially in our South Asian community, you know, if you are in a later stage of life and you haven't checked off all the boxes, how do you approach some of these things? And that's why I really appreciate kind of your insight into this. What are, what are some of the challenges that maybe you've seen from our community specifically? I don't know if it's the comments at weddings or things like that. It's just like, what what are the, what are the annoying things that our culture does um, when it comes to relationships? And if it hasn't worked according to the timeline, anything that you've seen? You know, I, I think for me, I'm, it's a little different for me, right? Like, yeah, like I've got moments where, you know, I'm sitting at home on a on a Friday night or something like that. And it's like, dang, I have no plans tonight, right? And, oh, man, I wish I had a girlfriend right now, right? Like, yeah, I'm sure there are girls that I could call to hang out with, right? But there isn't that like, oh, my wife that I can depend on or whatever. And yeah, there are times you go to weddings and you're like, people even know where to seat me anymore, you know, like. Is it right? But I think for me, I, I'm not like, I don't let those things like bother me. Like they don't really impact me, but I think that there are people that that stuff is heavy, right? Like I said, especially for like the women in our community, like all of those things can heighten what you're feeling and those feelings of like, man, I'm what's wrong with me. Right. Like I'm not there yet and whatever, you know? So, you know, again, I, I know that people mean well, right? Like, especially when it's like your friends and your family, you know, they just want what's best for you. And they, they want to see this part of your life come to fruition so that they're part of their life and your part can join together. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I've got friends that are like, dude, hurry up, get married so that we can raise kids together. Right. We're getting married so we can do these things. Right. And so I get it. And I appreciate that aspect of it. Right. But you can't, it sometimes it's not that simple. Right. And I, I can't, I can't explain to you why, you know, I'm single at 40. Right. But when I look back on what I've that journey and the things that I've learned along the way, or like the way that God stretched me along the way, the times that I've made mistakes along the way in the season, like all of these things, like I believe that, you know, there's, he's doing something like he's working somehow. And it's not about the, the destination as it is about that journey. And so for whatever reason, like this is the journey that he's got me on, you know? And, and I think every day I'm like realizing more and more that, yeah, there's, there's stuff that he's trying to teach me right now, you know? And I can't like live my life depressed by the fact that certain things haven't happened mm-hmm. because then I forget about all the things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, if I focus on the things that God hasn't provided yet, then I'm going to lose sight of everything that he has done for me. 
mm-hmm. you know, and there is a lot, there's a lot that I'm thankful for, you know? So I have to trust that this God who did so much for me in my life will carry out his plans in my life, even in this area too. But yeah, I mean, culturally, yes. I mean, I get those comments all the time. I have, I have aunties that have told me that they're saving saris for me for my <laughs> wedding day. Um, not for me to wear for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've had, <laughs> I've had, I've had people that tell me, you know, I'm getting older. I want to be at your wedding before I die. Oh, um, like, you know, like all kinds of things, you know, like, oh, your parents want grandkids. Hurry up. I'm like, all right, well, if they just want grandkids, that's fine. I can do that, but you're not going to agree with <laughs> In the approach the yeah you're not gonna agree with the approach it might be a little unconventional but <laughs> right. so yeah i mean you get all of the the standard things you know but, but. The, that's a mature response because that's been something i think about because i i hear a lot of uh i don't want to say complaining but sometimes we look at our culture and the expectations as as a weight as this negative thing and we say they're just trying to force me to get married at a certain age and get a house and well I feel like sometimes that's unjust criticism because I think our parents just want what's best for us. Kind of like what you mm-hmm. said, they want, they, they don't want you to get married way, way, way too late. Cause they want kids. It's not because they're trying to force or rush you or I think this is such a great conversation. Um, what would you guys say? And Justin, maybe I'll start with you. What would you say to the, the person who's listening right now? And they're like struggling and they're in the season of maybe waiting or season of expectation what would you say to that person, I guess, as far as some ad- advice and maybe a biblical way to approach it? Yeah, um, I think wait well, right? I think you can wait and sit there to get to the next season and do nothing. But look at, just like Bajoy said, look at what you don't have. But you miss so many opportunities. You know, I think one of the things I'm glad about in my singleness, at least, is I feel like I took advantage of the the time that I had, right? I, I got involved, whether it's getting involved with our worship team or getting involved in, in jumping in this college ministry uh, through crew. And at the same time, enjoying things like being part of a, a trivia group that Bejoy invited me to, or taking advantage and hanging out with Jobin when I had those opportunities and really taking advantage of that time. Um, so if you if you're in a waiting season, wait, wait, well, right, just don't sit there doing nothing, but take advantage of those opportunities. I I think I agree with that. I almost think that's like, that's, that's a really great tagline, like, just wait, well, I mean, that that's so true. You know, when I think about the season that I'm in, the shift for me is that, you know, yeah, there were definitely times where I just sat there and I'm just like, Oh, man, this sucks. Like, what was me, right? Like, I'm not where I want to be in life, right? And then the other side of me, as time was going on, I felt like God was just like, this is the season you're in, like embrace that season. And I'll be honest, it's, it's been fine. You know, like, yeah, it's hard. Do I wish I was at certain places for sure, but I'm enjoying my time. You know, like there's, there's a flexibility. I've got friends who are married and have kids are like, man, dude, like we live vicariously through you, you know, and like all this stuff, you're always out and about and you're just like, you seem like you're always having a good time. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I am in some aspect, right? There's, there's a lot more flexibility that I've got in my schedule. There is um, things that I can do and I can, that, you know, maybe might be harder to do when you're married and you've got responsibilities with kids, you know, and I think serving and, and just hanging out with people and getting to know people and, you know, trying new things and kind of like all of those are, are, 
are great ways. So I think I really like that. I mean, it is, that's, that's really what it is for 2022. I think for me is to wait well, like there is, yeah, this part of my life hasn't worked itself out and we can go into all the, all the details of the good and bad of what that season has been for me. But I think that's, that's a great way to kind of summarize what I, what I would hope for uh, even for myself going into the new year, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think in our society, we always look at the grass is greener on the other side, right? It's like when you're single and you're waiting for a relationship, it's like, oh, I really wish I was married and had kids and all this kind of stuff. And then you're on this side and I'm, I've got, uh, you know, a married and I'm like, oh, I wish I could just go out and <laughs> hang out and not have any responsibility <laughs> or, or feed someone or change diapers. It's like you sometimes think about some of those things and it's like always something else in our desires of our heart are always in a different place, no matter what season of our life is. But I think you two summed it up so well it's almost like is this relationship season or whatever we're in is it about us or is it about god and his desires and how does he ultimately get glorified whatever season i'm in and it's not about seeking those things or there's those statuses it's really seeking him all right so this is 2022 coming up how do i glorify god the most no matter Mm -hmm. what happens in this year Uh, i think that's some sage advice. And that's why I am super excited to have you both on because there's a lot of topics that I'm sure that will come up. I think about this year, the Omnicron or whatever Decepticon transformer is trying to destroy the world right now. I mean, there's so much going on that is uh, crazy, but like having godly people and wisdom and community, oh man, it helps navigate this crazy circumstance of, of this life. Oh, so much better, right? And, and mm-hmm. with obviously the Lord's help. So guys, thank you so much for being on and happy new year. Happy new year. Yeah, yeah excited for uh, 2022, man. All, a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. So hopefully it's not like fun. 2022, you know, like that meme. Have you seen that one? <laughs> 2020 and then T-O-O. Man, you um, got that dad joke down real good. <laughs> That's what you guys have to look forward to, right? Yeah. <laughs> up the day, just. <laughs> just got a whole list that you're going to go through. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. I'm super excited yeah. about season four. Here we come. 